On this week's episode of Bungalow in the Bus, we try to go to a fancy new venue, but end up at an OG Ivanhoe favorite with substitute host Scotty Campbell. And Brendan gets mad about weird things with me. Well, don't say dumb shit. <laughs> Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I'm Scotty Campbell, stepping in for John Bustecker. And I just gave my pecker a mammogram when I sat down. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about that one. I'm not really sure what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> John Bustecker is out of town, so Scotty Campbell is subbing in, y'all. You're welcome, world. Thanks, Scotty. Uh, we, we have to say up front, here on Bungalower and the Bus, we were we talk about the headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood. True. Okay. And so we are in Ivanhoe village. We were going to, we tried to record over at the new, the hall on the yard. Yep. Fancy new food hall. Yep. Uh, and fancy's the word. Maybe a little fancy too fancy. Fancy is the word. Crazy yeah. fancy. It's yeah. like a Miami outpost in the middle of Ivanhoe village. Um, and so we've had our drinks, we've had our dinner, but we decided to go to old school Ivanhoe and we're over at the hideaway. We are at the hideaway. Keeping it real. Keeping uh, it real. And so some things might happen. Slurring <laughs> will occur tonight that, because that, we're- that, that is totally possible. We're a few drinks in and they met, my server brought me at the hall. She brought me like a glass, like a tall glass. I asked for a glass of rosé. She brought me like doubles. I'm not right. complaining. And they're these weird, um, I mean, it's, you know, weird and as good weird, but they're like, have this weird kind of <laughs> like hook me. shape to them. Like- I thought They're they looked special like, glasses. like drinking horns. Drinking horns, yeah. almost, yeah. almost. With yeah. their bottoms cut off. Yes, yeah, so so we uh, went to the hall on the yard, and so it, it's like not what you would think of as a food hall, really, um, in a couple of different ways. Well, First, the fanciness speaking, of it. Yeah, you go, okay, so let, let's let's unpack it, right? Let's break it down. Break it down. Let me break it down now. So they, it's it's beautiful. Beautiful. It's like a temple. It's very pretty. It's like Oxford Exchange. Uh, very ornate <laughs> tile on the bottom. Very, you know, it's very, everything in there is just very slick. And then you sit at these like $500 tables and chairs. I don't know how like, you know that. I just know they're expensive. They're like polished I think, brass. I feel like you just spend a lot of time on the internet <laughs> shopping around for Things fancier chairs. I like a chair. I like a good chair, Scotty. Yeah, I like materials. I'm a, I'm a chairs, craft person. The chairs were like leather and gold. I don't know, like polished brass, right? Oh, sorry. And but but it, they're very. <laughs> That's slippery. what I meant to say was we polished saw, brass. We saw like three guys fall on their butts. I uh, on their I almost the chairs. <laughs> I had to were concentrate. Very slippery in the this food floor hall. is slippery. I don't we know. We almost if we can, fell. Yeah, they might have to rethink that. I well, the guy that I caught this one guy. We both saw one guy fall. This guy next to us, and he looked at me and he goes, "They're going to change these chairs by tomorrow." But girl. They invested so much in those chairs. They're going to be around for a well, month as before they said, get a lawsuit. Uh, you are a, a furniture authority, and you said they were like $200, <laughs> I They're think. They're expensive. You're not getting your money back either. After they open, you're going to have to sell it to another restaurant. You can't get your money back by now. People farted on them and stuff. I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be honest, I definitely farted on that chair. That's what. Uh, maybe that makes it more expensive. If you, if you can hear that, we're near the dumpster. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> <laughs> where we belong <laughs> over at the hideaway uh and then you order from a server the server goes to, like 
there's nine different right. Another thing is different from stalls, and there and your server will bring your food. And I'll tell you, not cheap. We for no, two people, hundred dollar uh, bill at a food hall. That's crazy. That was um, a little, not yeah. crazy. It's just great not server, what though. we're accustomed to. And she was great. I can't, yeah. I can't remember. And they're what her working name out is. thing. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It was her the name first either. day they were open, but higher price point. Parking's crazy now, and it's just going to get crazier because the interior of this space is so pretty, so editorial, so thought out. Like people want to be there. That's that's where people want to go right now. Generally, is where they can document that they're having a good time. You know, I think what you're trying to say is if there are selfie opportunities, yeah, Instagrammable moments. Like I went into the bathroom and. People are going to be Instagramming the hell out of that bathroom. That's what every single person, like when you ask them if they've been there, they will all say the bathroom is great. Anyway, Scotty, how was your week? Uh, my week was busy. I um, about It'll be three weeks tomorrow. I started a new job. Woo! I'm working on uh, an initiative called uh, Rethink Your Commute. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's a consulting job and our... Um, our client doesn't like us talking to the media, so that's all I can tell you. That's all you can say. <laughs> that's all I can say. But I'm r- really looking forward to doing can this job. Can we say job. what the nature of it is? Yeah, sure. It's, it's basically trying to get people to get back and forth to work or or other places uh, Using in, in ways other than just themselves in a car. An SOV, we call it. A single occupancy vehicle. <gasps> I know. I have no terms now, you just, right? You just Who dropped am an I? acronym. I know an acronym. I was like, hello. <laughs> Three Can weeks. John Busticker do that? I don't think so. No. So, so yeah. So, basically, it's on. trying to get you to carpool, vanpool, uh, take the train if you're able to take the train. Sunrail, we like to call it here uh, locally. <laughs> uh, the bus um, or ride your bike, which is, which is I'll take the, one, bus the one that I do more often than not, get, getting back and forth to work. Um, so that's the nature of the job. That's all I can say. As an urban nerd, I love it. And you're turning me on right now. The way you use that acronym in a sentence, I'm ready. Uh, like, <laughs> like, put a baby in me. That's what I got to right, We say. can go behind the dumpster Woo-hoo! if you want. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <gasps> you want to know about my week? I, I guess. I think that's like what this was a setup for. I was. <laughs> it kind of was. Eh? I just want to talk about me. Every week, that's all I do. I'm like, all right, John, we know you did nothing. Can we just get to what I was talking about? Uh, I was on the Pulp Town podcast. I, I listened to that. It was great. With I Katie like, Johnson. Had a, had a drink every time you mentioned my name. Which was two? No, it was a lot. I know. We talked about you it was a lot. Katie's a, probably one of your biggest fans. And her, I lo- and her I love man. Her too. Loves you too, suspiciously a lot. Her man does, yeah, a lot. Uh, well, you crazy. know, he dressed up as Mister Rogers for Halloween once, so I, I have a have a little crush. Yeah, I'm sure it's the screensaver on your phone. Um, you can listen Don't to our talk about it. <laughs> you can listen to our podcast <laughs> on Pulp Town. I think they link to it on their Instagram. You can see it in their newsletter. Yep. They're uh, uh, almost daily. I'd say probably three times a week, four times a week. Aggregate newsletter. That just share the local headlines, and so they're great. They share a lot of bungalow headlines uh, in their feed. They do, yeah. So we're aggregate is a great word for it, right? Because it, it yeah. gives you. you That's why I used it's it. It's like that one, and also the the email that you do with like uh, the top ten things, but it also includes other stories. It's a way of you not having to like go all, all over the place and find. Well, this and if you're like hyper hyper local, it's not about you. It's not about your content. It's about like sharing the top stuff for everybody. And that's kind of what we try to do with the radio show too. Mr. Rogers would love that. Thanks. 
Very community oriented, my friend. Oh, did we do that last week? We What's went, that? We biked down to see his statue, didn't we? We did because uh, we're uh, taking part in Love to Ride Florida, the challenge, uh-huh. and we did a little ride over to Rollins College, our alma mater. Is it or is it like plural when you're? It's two of us. Our alma maters. I don't know. I don't know either. They don't teach you that. What I they didn't teach me a whole lot of Latin. I have my degrees in Latin. <laughs> I know that, but I I, I can't read it. Oh, I uh, but I but yeah, we saw major, that gorgeous. It's called a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, I think it's like perfect that it's between the church and uh-huh. the theater because he was an ordained minister. And you know, and, know and then he was, you know, he used theater to, to teach kids. Um, I just, just in the rose it's beautiful. garden. It is really Gorgeous. beautiful. And that is, I, you What's know, the number that's that's carved into the bottom of their feet. One four three. One, so four, it, three. it represents I love you. The letters in I love you. There's one letter in I, four letters in love, three letters in you, and, and it's like, so it's like a Da Vinci code. <laughs> and so also, you know. uh, he had this sort of spiritual thing about that number, and and he kept his weight at I that number at one four three. Yeah, like 143 pounds. I almost cussed there, but who wears one forty three? Like besides high school girls, it's crazy. Uh, like he swam every morning. That's so, Mister Rogers. After we went home, then like we had a very beautiful spiritual uh, lunch, and and because then we went to Ravenous Pig Brewing after that. But then I went to. Uh, EDC and cows and cabs that night. So it was like completely different evening from my morning. Had a spiritual night too. I went out drinking with a friend. (laughs) (laughs) People are going to think we have a problem. And then I also (laughs) went to uh, the Volusia County Fair this week too. So it was great. And news. I'm I'm sure the audience is gathering that you're doing a lot of solo things. There's no audience anymore. Yeah, well. There's no audience anymore. (laughs) No, they've all left. Everybody's left. This is just for us. (laughs) Uh, Local businesses. We're going to get into the news. Local businesses could be fined uh, for requiring their staff, their personnel, to get vaccinated now. Uh, Governor DeSantis just pushed it through a little bill uh, saying that. You, you cannot force it on people anymore. Small businesses with less than 99 employees could be fined $10,000 per violation. Larger organizations, businesses can get charged $50,000 per violation. Schools and government entities can no longer require vaccinations. Students and parents can now sue school districts and recover their costs and attorney fees. Um, it's just crazy. If There Which are is- exemptions, though. Interesting because he's like saying sue me, basically, right? Because well, are they no, government it, funded? But he's, not, he's cutting their funding. That's still in place. Like if, if, oh, if you're see. doing this, he's just not going to fund you. So he's saying, I'm not going to fund your school district if you're doing this. And now people can sue you. This is, so you're um, not going to recoup your money. I, I don't know how anybody can watch what he's doing and support him. That's that's my oh, the I end know. of my political commentary. All right, good. Uh, hey, what's your favorite dessert in town? I, I don't know. I'm not uh, not You're that not big on guy. desserts. Okay. I mean, I when I think of you know, I think just, of ice just cream. Play with me, Scotty. We know you like greenery, creamery. I do like greenery. Okay, creamery. close your eyes. But I don't think of it as a dessert. I think of it as like I could <laughs> go there at any time. <laughs> like if there, if, if Marie, if you're listening, yeah. if you wanted to open for breakfast, yeah. I'm there. 
Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I think like donuts. So, so like a donut, p- like, oh, like salty donut or like uh, cookies at seven bites or like. Yeah, uh, seven bites has some good desserts. Buttermilk bakeries of like um, the best and cupcakes. I, I, I would think that people would think of uh, the glass knife in okay. Winter Park. That's Very and, and fashionable. They have, what are those little, uh, they look like, uh, uh, you know, you put the, there's squishy Bulbas. stuff in between and then there's two little buns. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Butt stuff? What? what are you no, about? I'm talking about it. Dis- well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're just gonna move on from that. Uh, Sister Honey in Baldwin Park was just was just declared the best dessert maker. Sister Honey in the world. I've I think never been there. They're that in sounds Baldwin like a Park. movie starring Leslie Jordan. <laughs> it sounds like something. Uh, Queen Latifah would call me <laughs> for like if I showed up in drag and That's like cool helped name. her with her luggage. She'd be like, "Sister Honey, thank I love you it. very much, Sister Honey." Do they? Do we know the story? Do they have a Sister Honey? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know anything about them. It's so, on Baldwin Park. Yeah, where? Do we I don't know? know. We're gonna have to go find right. them out. I'm assuming on the main stretch. Where else would they be? Uh, but they <laughs> they have won three years in a row, which is insane. And Amy Drew from Orlando Sentinel just wrote about it. It's on her on her Instagram, on her Twitter, on Orlando well, Sentinel. You can find it on all the things. Thank goodness Amy Drew's on it because Bungalow didn't know about it. I didn't know anything about it. It's crazy. <laughs> but these things, I'm excited for a local business. Just like yeah. I don't want to dump on anybody anymore when, at least with food stuff like this. <laughs> Remember when the county did the, like, Signature dish thing. Yes, that such, was. Such yes. I feel like I talk about this every month. Um, what happened was the person who won for making the honey nougat glace, which was a delicious, decadent, right. wonderful dish, uh, was overshadowed with people like me making fun of them. You know, like. Like who? Uh, what do you mean? This is the dish. What do you? How dare you tell me? Right, what you, but but, but the signature the, dish. But but the the issue was not with the people making the dish or the dish itself. It just did, yeah. How but, did that represent? But then not enough people tried. And the wasn't dish. there like a political thing? The mayor at that oh at that God. time was it really into honey? And it wound up being Teresa a honey thing. Jacobs. Yeah, because yeah, she had a backyard. I was in on this workshop meeting about like what? How do we decide what the signature dish is? And I was like, you can't. What you can do is host a series of events and audition the most popular dishes. Yeah. And then, you know, we crowdsource it. I think that's the only way you can legitimately do this. And then they were like, oh, you missed this meeting, Brendan. Now it has to include honey because right. the mayor loves honey. Well, I just went to a... <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I just went to a place that had a Florida hot chicken sandwich right which is a takeoff on the nashville hot chicken sandwich right Uh no there was no citrus there was nothing about this sandwich that had anything to do with florida other than the fact that they were saying oh it's it's not a nashville so then like if i think about it too much i'm wondering what's nashville about the Nashville hot chicken. It's the type of spices they're using, the, the blend. Can you only get them there in Nashville? No, but they came up with it there. Oh. Uh, all I right. Anyway, next story. I'm just, uh, I'm just bring, pointing these things out. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. All right. Markham Woods Middle School is having a fighting problem. Oh, Enough gosh. that, like, in massive brawls, and specifically in their sixth grade center 
So right. kids in sixth grade and Scotty, they it was rough. Going sixth grade to it was. Well, I'm I don't know. I'm from the middle of nowhere, so I don't know what you're talking about. My this dad. Little, these videos, Scotty. You got to see these videos of these kids just going to town on themselves. Uh, there, there's tons of videos. The principal is saying they're addressing these issues as they arise. But I got to tell you, principal, this is a culture shift you're going to be looking at. Like this is you're going to have to address this from the root about how people treat each other. And I don't know how you do that. And I'm sure she's just waiting like I only got half a half a year left and then they're going to go on to the seventh grade center and I don't have to worry about it. Maybe. Maybe. But it, you're right. I mean, you, you have to address it. Back in the day when I was in sixth grade, <laughs> it was a little easier. You were able to like, you know, well, first of all, we didn't have brawls. We just like had mud fights. You had the bullies and they were picking on you. And my dad said to me, we ha- had this problem with this one guy. Uh, Patrick Ryan had this little pack of people, and they were like picking on us, Patrick's me and my pack. friend, and I don't know why. Patrick me and pack Patrick of Ryan, and my dad said he's the leader. If you take care of him, <laughs> then it'll be over. Okay. And sure enough, they confronted us one day, and I grabbed Patrick Ryan by the shirt and I tossed him down a hill. <gasps> and you and killed my friend. Him? It was over. No, he was okay. It was all right. You threw him down a I hill. Did I did. I did. Wow. And then I stood there and looked down on him. I'm sure you, I've seen what you do when you, <laughs> when Scotty comes across like a sock or something. If you're having a bad day and there's a sock in your way, I see how you throw that down a proverbial hill. You like, oh. like pick it up and you're just like, <laughs> and you throw it off the corner and you're like, yeah. anyway, anyway, my dad was right. And I don't know maybe there's one leader who's starting all this stuff and they just need to like, the principal needs to find them. And like, it sounds like it's hello? just mass chaos. And I don't know if they're, and they're not allowed to talk about it because it's elementary school or something. It's like, mm. It's probably um, super secret. So what? What is? What starts it? Probably like some communication through social media. Oh yeah, they all know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're all gonna go fight. Someone at this TikTok time. someone they didn't like, and then they like did an TikTok. interpretative dance about maybe how much that's they what the suck. whole thing yeah. is. They're just like trying to go viral on TikTok. Oh, maybe now we're maybe all talking take about regular TikToks. That's all you need to do, principal. <laughs> the CEO of Universal Studios is retiring next year. Tom Williams, he's stepping down from his role as There's CEO. There's another job open. <laughs> it's already filled. He's oh. stepping down on January 1st uh, ofi- officially, and then someone else will be stepping in. They're the, v- the VP. It's not very exciting. But Williams has been with them, uh, with the company, for 50 years, and then he's been the chair, the CEO of this park for 22 years, which I think is like almost as long as it's been open. I think he actually helped open it. So I think he came from California. Okay. Yeah, just very interesting. He it's was time res- to go, Tom. He was responsible for bringing Harry Potter in. God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that? No. Let people know I where you sit I politically. Don't, I know. I'm right. not a I'm not a Potter fan. All right. Uh, the Census Bureau, U.S. Census Bureau, says that uh, despite what everybody says about migration. Nobody really left Orlando during the pandemic. And in fact, less people moved back and forth during the pandemic. They're saying it's the lowest level of people hopping back and forth, say like New York and Orlando, in 73 years. The U.S. Census Bureau. 
If you okay. want to read about it, Orlando Business Journal just wrote. Oh no, sorry, Fox Thirty Five News just did a great write up about it. So you can go see it there. Yeah, I, okay. you disagree. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Is think that, that the Bud that, Light pitcher talk? No, no, no. What? I don't think that that's um, matching up with the actual data. But right. okay. And uh, also, it's Fox News reporting, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm automatically a little skeptical. Fox 35 is local. We like them. They oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I forgot they're, they're your friends. friends of the station. I forgot that. Scotty Campbell, it's like you just want to ruin all our friendships. Uh, we're going to take a break. I'm going to discipline them and throw them down a hill. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the soaring food prices, firehouse sub-selling, and uh, I don't know, some new restaurants in town. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Celebrate the beauty of the great outdoors as seen by photographer Robin Eulery, winner of this year's National Audubon Society Amateur Photography Award. Robin's art will be on display at the Winter Garden Branch through December. Experience a sampling of Fusion Fest and learn how the arts improve overall health. Director of County Arts and Cultural Affairs, Terry Olson, presents How Engaging in Arts Foster Positive Aging on November 18th. Chief Osceola is one of the most famous and impactful people ever to live in Florida. How much do you know about him, though? Find out in Homeschool Meetup, Chief Osceola, on November 22nd. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. Currently showing at Enzian is The French Dispatch, starring Adrian Brody, Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand, Timothée Chalamet, Bill Murray, and more, with standout performances by Benicio Del Toro, You've Stolen My Heart, I Can't Handle It. Julia brings to life the story of the legendary cookbook author and TV superstar Julia Child in a screening through Wednesday 24th. You can also catch the 29th annual Brouhaha Film and Video Showcase featuring locally produced films and videos this weekend. Home for the Holidays, starring Holly Hunter, Dylan McDermott, and a young Iron Man on the 24th. A national theater live showing of Skylight starring Bill Nye on the 27th and a peanut butter matinee screening of Matilda on the 28th at noon. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey Mo, what if I'm in a multi-vehicle accident? Who do I sue then? So if you're in a three-car pileup and there's two cars who hit you from behind or rear-ended you, typically you're going to be suing both of those drivers and their insurance companies. Depending how many impacts there were in the accident, whether it was one impact or two impacts, that's going to make the difference as to which driver is at fault. But for liability purposes, typically you're going to go after both of those drivers to then make the determination based on the investigation who is at fault and who should be responsible for the injuries and the damage that they caused. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo.
Welcome back to Bungalow or in the Bus. This is Scotty Campbell doing it better than John Bustecker. And I'm that hate-filled stranger that pooped on your lawn, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I knew that was you. <laughs> well, I spelt my name out. <laughs> Probably just my initials. That seems like a lot, it's a lot of letters. Here on Bungalow or in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. If you have any questions about what we're talking and you want to question our validity, head on over to bungalower.com and look up the facts. Because I'll tell you, we're drinking beer and I don't always remember everything I wrote, even if it's the day after. <laughs> Tonight, we're hanging out in Ivanhoe Village at the Hideaway Bar. OG, we the are original Ivanhoe location, and uh, that's because we didn't feel comfortable at the food hall across the street. It was a little noisy. Yeah, it was we hard liked to. It. I uh, what did we have? You had a the Florida, the Florida chicken sandwich, a chicken sandwich that I just talked about and in the earlier beers, segment, and two Ivanhoe, two beers from Ivanhoe Brewing. Yes, I kept it local, uh-huh. and by local I mean they were on the next block. And then I had a. Uh, Samosa's appetizer and a fancy chicken curry bowl, uh, as well as a glass of rosé because I'm yeah. fancy. And our bill came out to hundred bucks, so it's just not it's not a cheap uh, location. It's definitely like a destination fancy place if yeah. you're into it. Yeah, uh, and so then keep yeah, that in mind. over here, and uh, we can. Despite despite the people yelling around us, we can we can hear you each can other. Barely hear them in our in the. I got my head. Right, yeah, we we were trying to record there. It didn't work out. No, uh, food prices, Scotty Campbell, are soaring, which might be why our meal at the food hall was so expensive. That makes sense. Thank you. It's not. It's their all fault. coming together. Apparently, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumer Price Index. I'm really proud of myself for saying that out loud about Is there an acronym for that? That seems like a lot to say. An acronym? Acronym. <laughs> the cost of eating out has risen to seven has risen seven point one percent according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics okay. Consumer Price Index. Restaurants are having to pay more for supplies and increase wages as they struggle to hire and retrain workers. Distributor, the largest one of the largest in the country, distributor uh, U.S. Foods, says that its food costs went up 11.5% in its third quarter earnings. And Cisco, which provides the food for like Rollins College, you know, they do right. a lot of colleges. Well, and a lot of restaurants, you see them everywhere. They said their cost of inflation has gone up 13.4% just in October. So, like, uh, it was an interview. I want to say it was either Orlando Sentinel or... WMFE, they quoted our buddy Ryan Manning at MX Taco, and he was talking about how he's had to increase his food costs, or like the item cost by like 50 cents per item or something. It's just because it's like chicken breasts have gone up from 70 cents a pound to $1.85 a pound. So like that's a lot for people who are dealing in bulk. That's pretty expensive. Have you seen any things like that around town when you're out shopping and eating? No, I haven't noticed uh, prices rising. I actually was just doing the math and realized if they were paying that little for chicken to begin with, like how expensive the taco must be. <laughs> well, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Also, like, why is your chicken that cheap? Yeah. <laughs> <That's probably laughs> we're, 
Where are you getting this oh. chicken from? I thought somebody Chipotle <laughs> has like nixed a lot of items on their menu just because of supply issues for them. Some, I saw someone like a local journalist tweeted that. And my response was, oh, maybe they should source locally and they won't have any problems. You know, yeah. like if you're bringing in your chicken from China, yeah, chickeny China, the Chinese chicken, then uh, maybe you got to be careful. I guess I'm a little confused because you, ha- you hear instances like that, but then you go to places and the price hasn't gone up and they aren't limiting their menu. So, uh, so how well, is there's it some like- people that just they're they don't maybe the. They're just making more money. They don't care about that. They're, they're not watching the, the books that closely. Yeah, they just know keep it constant for as long as we can, and our and our clientele will be happier. And keep coming. And what things are contributing to this food supply this chain issues? Inflation, but, just because of you know people, uh, just general inflation. This is we're now seeing the same rates of inflation, I guess, that we've seen in the nineties. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm not fully understanding aliens. the whole thing. Like, aliens, Scotty. It's aliens. Like, apparently, it's hard to find yeah. Topo Chico right now, and I don't understand what? why. Topo Chico, that, that the drink. What? The <laughs> what are you talking about? Topo Chico, the <laughs> drink. <laughs> what are you talking about? What is that drink? Never mind. What Move is on. it? Move on. Go to the next thing. Will you tell me later? It's like a watery, water kind of drink. You know, a, a watery drink. A carbonated drink, and I don't, I don't know what country it comes from. But there's a shortage right now, and and uh, probably because it's too hard to say. <laughs> no, <laughs> a lot of people love it. You got like All you right. go to uh, Super Rico, and you can get Topo Chico. When are you ever going to Super Rico? I went. Uh, oh, last Colombiana week. downtown. Oh, we like them. We like. Them. <laughs> Thank right. you. Am I validated now that I? Yeah, yeah. I can go to places. I thought you were talking about like a supermarket chain. The what? Like a supermarket chain is what I thought. Super Rico, the restaurant. <laughs> what are you talking about? I get it now. You just made up a supermarket chain. Firehouse subs. The whole chain is sold for like a billion dollars. Were there any left? Yeah. I didn't even, wow, I didn't There's even There's like 37 locations in Central Florida, apparently. Okay. And they sold to Restaurant Brand International, which like both most boring name of a restaurant group I've ever heard. Uh, and they own Tim Hortons, huge in Canada because there's one in every corner. They're, they are our Starbucks, Burger King, and Popeyes. And so now they own uh, Firehouse, which started in Jacksonville like 20-some years ago. Maybe they'll open more because there isn't one convenient to us anymore. Well, when you have that many, when you're on that scale, you know, they can order a lot of food, all their supplies. It'll be cheaper. So the products will be... Except know. there is a food supply chain problem. But, and will they still sell pickle buckets for a dollar? If you can't get a hook and ladder fully loaded, loaded <laughs> what is the world... I do miss getting buckets for a dollar. It's probably time to get a new bucket. I think they're $5. All right. What? The pickle buckets? I thought they were $5. Black Rooster Taqueria opened their second location last week. I love Black Rooster. We're going to go record our 250th episode there next week. Uh, Me and John. It's very exciting. Um, Sorry, folks. John will be back next week. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Where is that location again? Uh, Curry Ford West. Oh, Right next to a... Like Hourglass District. Ish. Yeah, like a little bit more east of there. Oh, Curry Ford West. I'm sorry. Sh- I just offended the Main Street program. Huh? <laughs> oh, well. They don't listen to us. They're new director. Yeah. Zillow has pressed pause on their iBuy program. Have you heard about this? Zillow was buying and selling homes. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, but uh, they were buying a lot of their homes for like 5 to 10% above the listed price just because yeah. they wanted to like dominate it. And then they'd like paint them or put do minor aesthetic things and try to sell it for like 100000 more. And they were doing well for a bit. And then they hit something, I want to say February of this year. Yeah. They hit a market. They just were not selling any more homes. Um, and now they're just sitting on thousands of homes. They can't get rid of them. Because I guess that's representative of the market, too. It's slowing down a little bit. I just burped right in the microphone. You're still burping. Uh, it's the longest burp I've ever experienced. Burp. I don't know. What, was happen- was that what just happened? Are you okay? I think I just opened a black Should hole Should I finish in my the stomach. show for you? I okay. guess. They've only sold three. Like, locally, they bought 1,000 homes last year. Zillow. Okay. In Orlando area, right? Metro. But they've only sold 330 of them. So then they're just sitting on like 670 other homes. So there must be some paying. homes that are going to be coming up that'll be like real cheap. You would think. <laughs> that's what everybody was hoping. They're like, oh, good. Maybe now they'll just offload them, but they're going to sell them all to their investors oh, okay. for like rock bottom prices. Yeah. So what's the, like overall with the, the, the uh, market, like what, where's the, I don't understand how this, this can't keep going. Like you just told me that uh, apparently in Apopka, the pricing uh, has tripled. Yeah, triple, double. And how is yeah. that possible? We we are because not, it was the only affordable bastion in the area. We the people are not getting richer, so how is this going to keep going? <laughs> I mean, you can't even just rent things anymore. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I cannot afford to pay rent and go to a food hall in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> We're, and we have dirt cheap rent. And you got a great job. You. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Rollins College just broke ground on their new theater and dance center. I know we're going to have Yay. some opinions about this. Shout they, out to them. They, uh, it's a new 16,000 square foot development to replace the historic Fred Stone Theater that they let fall apart. Uh, uh, it was designed by Baker Barrios. It's going to house a new costume design and technology lab, a costume shop, fitting rooms, blah, blah, blah. It's projected to be complete sometime next year. Scotty. Used to work for Rollins College. Used to work for the theater department. I well before that, I was a uh, theater major uh-huh. at Rollins College, and I have a lot of fond memories about the Fred Stone. I have the sexy photos of you with the was, beard. <laughs> I was well, nice. yeah, Macbeth, and uh, she loves me. They made me have a beard. Uh, I don't like beards. Um, I know. <laughs> you have a beard. <laughs> hey, uh, the Fred Stone was like an old uh, Baptist church that was donated to the And they moved it there college, to the campus. And they moved it there. And uh, a lot of fond memories of it. And things move on. But I, I do feel like... Uh, I do feel like there was some neglect. and, and uh, There definitely was, and I'll tell you what yeah. it was. When they moved it, before they moved it, it had columns that would hold up the overhanging, uh, what do you call that, a gable? You know, yeah. the big triangle part that juts over the opening? Mm-hmm. And when they moved it, there are photos of before it was moved and after it was moved. The columns have disappeared after they moved it. So there was no support beams to hold up the gable. And then... When they so they talked about right before they demoed it, they're like, "Oh, there's some major 
uh, roof issues and there's leakages. You can see where it slumps and where the front is starting to pull forward. And you're like, yeah, it's because you didn't put the support columns back up <laughs> to hold up your historic well, building. You know, a lot of great memories about the Fredstone and we and uh, there are still people around who can uh, talk to you all about that. Um, but they have they'll have this new place. Um, Did you raise new- money for them? How about that funds? Didn't you raise money for the Fredstone? <laughs> for, for seating in the Fredstone, yeah. Th- th- to replace huh. the seating. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we worked on that. But uh, congratulations to them. I saw uh, my old friend uh, Thomas Willett out there breaking ground on, on he this. He a teacher. Uh, he is. Professor. He's a teacher, professor, director. Um, man about town. Man about town. <laughs> man about town. <laughs> when his husband lets him. Uh, Sourdough. But, you know, razor. I think it, it's a new building, and they're going to create new memories in that new space. I'm a little confused about how everything fits together now. Like it's it's kind of in front of the Alphonse Center, not the the Alphonse uh, Sports. Yeah. And so, is there going to be a parking lot around there? Same parking now? lot. But there won't. There's just be a big empty parking. green space. Uh, that's a little weird. But also, that means it'll be a little more centralized to yeah. the theater. They need so. a parking garage now on the on campus. Well, they've got parking they uh, on the other side. They need people who just bike or, yeah. or you know commute in other ways other than Did you driving the- in a single occupancy vehicle. <laughs> I like hearing you talk about your new job jargon while you're drinking beer. Uh, pl- it's the only one I can remember right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> You've used it three times. SOB. Yeah. Uh, plans were just released for Fashion Square Mall's revamp. Not, in fact, I will be honest, I think they were released by, they were first shared by our friends at Growth Spotter, which is Orlando Sentinel's yes, take on Bungalower. Right. Uh, all paywall, though, so not a lot of people saw it. Well, I think well, they did that back in like March. What was your April. take on it? I like it. I do, I do too, actually. Uh, there's certain things they can't touch, like the Macy's, the Olive Garden, Dick's Sporting Goods. You can't touch those buildings. I think they're inde- independently owned or something. Longhorn. Those are all stained. Yeah. But everything in between, they're adding more uh, apartments, live work units, tons of new retail, and then like a central park. And apparently, they're going to connect it better to the Katy Way, which yeah. currently just like dead ends I, into their parking lot. It looks, you know, I'm not an expert on any of this, but uh, it looks pretty smart to me. A lot of comments online. People don't think it's it's smart enough. What? Are there people commenting uh-huh. online? I know. That is weird. County Did Live. you read all of them? I did, because that's my job, Scotty. <laughs> is it? Yes. You get mad know. at me every time I, I read don't know comments. about that. It is. It's my job, that. because there's you a question. You internalize it? Yeah, but there's questions. Oh, my goodness. And I got to answer them. I can't just leave them. You can't just, if someone asks you a question on social media, you have to answer the question. You can't just ignore it. It depends on who it is, mm-hmm. frankly. That's not a dig. I'm just saying. <laughs> County libraries are opening to in-person programming this January. Finally, they've been closed to in, in-person stuff for two years, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so they're finally doing I know this hits home because you used to work for the library. I used to work at the library. Uh you can go to OCLS.info for more information. That's all we need to say about it. Soon you can go to OCLS.org. What? We're switching that website. I don't know if that's news I could break or not, but I don't have a con- confidentiality Nobody agreement. cares about so. but us. Only you and me care about <laughs> that. So we're fine. Uh, popular Paramore Barbershop 
suffered a big fire during ele- the Electric Daisy Carnival. Jay Henry's Barber Shop caught fire. I think it was Friday night, the first night of EDC, and it was had nothing to do with EDC. Oh my god! It was just an overloaded electrical socket. Uh, it's a Paramore-based, very popular barber shop. And in fact, the owner, uh, I think his name's John, John Henry. I always call him Jay Henry or Mister Henry. Uh, was actually put into Governor DeSantis's task force to reopen barber shops, barber shops statewide after the pandemic shut down. Uh, it, people just love him. He gets highlighted in a lot of programming. People dig him. But he, it was an overloaded socket that set off the fire. So do we know what's going to happen? He's doing a GoFundMe. We just wrote about it. If you want to go to bungalow.com and help them, throw some cash at them to see them reopen. Uh, just head on over and go click on the link. It's right there at the top of the story. Okay. He, uh, we wish him, we wish him luck. It's yes, tough. Yes, most it's definitely. Tough. Curry Ford West just brought back their holiday selfie crawl for this season. They did this last year. They're interactive selfie stations that are built by volunteers, like face and hole stuff, or like whole like dioramas or like movie sets. It's very ornate. Some of them. Uh, and they're cool. You could just slowly make your way through the neighborhood and take some fancy Christmas holiday photos, you know, if you still need to do that with but your only, family. only selfies. <laughs> like if somebody takes your phone to take the picture, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Just selfies. You need people with extremely long, freakish arms. Which is you. Thanks. You're always that person that we're like, you hold the camera. I remember showing up to high school, you know, because I went to the big city. Here. From the country, we show up with my long arms, and the coach, is, he didn't even talk to me. He just saw my arms coming down the hallway, you know, swaying like a Sasquatch. <laughs> and he was like, Whoa, do you play basketball? We need you on the team. And I went, No, I don't think so. And he was like, Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I thought you were about to claim that you uh, people asked you to take selfies when you were in high school. And oh, we didn't have You're them. young, but not that young. No, we had rotary phones. Rotary phones. <laughs> we carried Try in our to pockets. take a selfie with a rotary phone. Good luck. Oh, I tried often. Uh huh. The downtown arts district is launching a busking program. It's called Break for Art. Uh, it's going to be during the lunch hours. Launches this weekend. Performers. They're trying to sign up performers. They'll pay a hundred bucks per session per busking session. Plus, you can accept uh, donations. Very exciting, but it's only for the lunch hours. Okay. Uh, we have been invited to do a happy hour version, so we're still wrapping our heads around what that could look like, we being bungalower, so we'll see what happens. I, I've i reached out to some people to see if they could build this fancy pop-up stages and stuff. I only want to do it if we could make it look really cool. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but I'm very excited for Downtown Arts District. This is something that the, the city's been asking for. For a number of years, and I'm glad to see them. The city has been asking for busking for a number. Yeah, they well, just know we who had to do busking. It. That's that's the weird part. In the but, blue okay. boxes? No. What? No. Before that, there were people who were busking and doing it on their own, and so. But now we need a program. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> uh, do you need a martini? <laughs> For all that, maybe no, no, no. I, I just, I guess, I, I don't really understand the I think evolution. It had something to do you know? with their. It was a free for all. Then they tried to 
put everybody in those free speech blue boxes that they literally drew on the sidewalk in certain sections around downtown to try to limit panhandling that was happening. And then now it's you can't do that because you're limiting free speech. Yeah. Uh, so you can do anything you want downtown. But there's no they want an active curation of talent downtown to activate the downtown, especially right now. I understand, but you know, I don't know. You, you when I when I said there was busking, I mean there would be like families who would be singing on Church Street. What and they were busking, and you know, and 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 then it just then they cracked just down on, on their it, own, and then they come or back did or, Church Street pay them to be there? No, they were on their own. What? Busking, yes, absolutely. These Families. these things happen and musicians Were playing, they homeless? And then they crack down on them and then uh and I'm sorry, there's a rat over there. Is that a rat? What is that? It is a rat. Oh, but he's cute. He's cute. He's adorable. Sorry, I got distracted. And some tater tots. <laughs> but anyway, I just find it odd that we like crack down on that, it goes away and now we have to come back with uh branding for it and, and a program and I don't, I don't just don't understand that the mentality that goes into this is now they're able to tax to the them. Is they, that what they're what is that? The, is that what the issue is? No, they're or, not taxing them. They just want someone to curate the program. So they ask the downtown arts district. to Well, curate they will the be program. taxing them because so they'll, they'll be paying them. Right. The buskers. I don't. It's under six hundred dollars. If they're if you're if they hire the same person for multiple times and it hits a certain amount then yeah they'll be they'll get a, a what do you call it q1 or something what do you call that you get a tax form if you hit a certain thing why is that an issue are we fighting right now no no we're not fighting i'm right. trying to just understand the evolution of we're out of time anyway so let me run through oh okay some, well, let me run through, and it'll save our butts because are we out of time anymore. or we have time because you're still going to go we're okay. out of time for you to keep pissing me off is what we're out of time for here's some events happening this weekend there's a lunar eclipse and it's called the beaver moon you gotta check that out i think it's friday night so tonight but it's between the hours of 3 and 4 30 a.m so if you're still tweaking out from edc this could be for you uh we can't talk about that florida tiny house festival taking place in new smyrna beach dapper day at walt disney world is taking place saturday as well there's a onesie bar crawl scotty campbell which i know you loved a couple years ago yes we went on that right before the pandemic hit a lot of fun uh jingle Jingle eve in ivanhoe village Village. we love that kickoff to the holiday season you're going to be giving out the wine walk tickets over i will over at diversion Right, is super exciting. Yeah, Yeah. Longwood Arts and Crafts Festival taking place also at Saturday. Two hundred arts and handicraft vendors, and then uh, Big Frida on Sunday over at Will's Pub. Sunday is also the last day of Festival of Trees, and then all weekend is Renegers uh, Extravaganza, which I'm probably going to go to and get in trouble for. Scotty yes, Campbell, you are. we are out of time. Do you have anything you want to say to these people? I just want to say, uh, if you heard all of that and think there isn't stuff to do in Orlando... Then you weren't listening. You weren't listening, and you're, you're, you're probably a little crazy. Thanks so much to the hideaway, hideaway for keeping it real in Ivanhoe Village. We're happy to support you during this weird, gentrifying time, and we're still excited to see your next iteration across the street, but you can't get rid of us yet. Thanks for having me, Bungalow in the Bus. <laughs> <laughs>